The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so, your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Some years ago, I was given a book entitled Get the Salt Out. As you may guess, it was a book on how to survive on a low-sodium diet. (laughs) But I thought to myself at the time, not too much, because without some salt in our diet, a certain balance, we will die. The body needs salt. But we take it for granted. Until about 100 years ago, when geologists realized that salt was so plentiful, salt was a valuable item, a precious commodity. In some places it was used for currency. Empires were secured by it. Battles were fought for it. Kingdoms rose and fell because of it. Trade routes were established because of it, and cities were built to be near it. In some ways, the history of the world has something to do with salt. During the Revolutionary War, the British government tried to isolate the middle colonies from all salt knowing that they couldn't survive. Napoleon was leaving Russia. He lost thousands of men, not from cold or battle, but because of a lack of salt. He had no disinfectant. An ordinary small wound could turn into something fatal. In our own civil war, Confederacy not only lacked cannons, which the Union had, it lacked salt. Again, we take it for granted, don't we? Our Lord tells us that we are the salt of the earth. We preserve it. We give it health. We give it life. But to us, that seems strange. And the light of the world? In the 1790s, the British invented the gas lamp. Caught on very quickly, 
1816, Baltimore was the first city to light the streets with gas lamps. And by 1879, it was in full use. In 1879, however, we have the invention of the incandescent light bulb, Thomas Edison. And that same year, the first city was lit with electronic lights, Cleveland, Ohio. We take it for granted, don't we? Light. Because we can will it. A flick of the switch, and we have light. Although I think all of us realize the difference and appreciate the difference between the natural light of the sun and artificial light. And prefer the light of the sun, don't we? There's something built into us to prefer God's creation to our own. That's how the book of Genesis begins. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was moving over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. His first command. And there was light. We also have the Trinity there, by the way, too. The Father, the Spirit, and the light. We take it for granted. Although the other night, Thursday, the lights went out for a brief time, at least here. I don't know where you live. They've had lights. And... Uh, Unless you had a generator, uh, your whole life changed for a short time. You had to use flashlights, torches, battery-powered, candles, perhaps. You had to sit around, maybe even talk to one another. <laughs> but there wasn't much else you could do. When the lights went back on, all of a sudden your life brightened. Things were back to normal. But the Lord tells us that we are the light of the world. Imagine that. We are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden. But we try to hide today, don't we, because the heat is out there and we're afraid of it. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a bushel basket, but set it on a lampstand, as we must do, where it gives light to all in the house. Our Lord then tells us that our light must shine before others so that seeing your good deeds, why? They may glorify your heavenly Father, not you. Because light isn't ours. A lot of people out there are going around with an artificial light that is only themselves. The world doesn't need that. A lot of Christians doing that too, at least so-called Christians. Shining themselves, brightening the world with their personalities, instead of allowing God to use that personality with his own light, since he created it. Our Lord tells us that he is the light of the world. He tells us that. That's where the light comes from. It only comes from him. If we wish to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world, we're going to have to let him do it, because only he can. We cannot do it on our own, or we will fail. Or we'll be the worst of egotists. The world doesn't need our egos. That's not the light. He is. We are the light only insofar as we reflect what God created. The whole world is the creation of God, and light is too. He gave us the senses, particularly the sense of sight, in order for the light to allow us to see color. We then are that light, but only if we, first of all, allow him to become the light in us. Not in some vague way either, but rather very specifically. Particularly when he comes to us, as he comes to us here, the light comes to us physically. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. Once again, you see the Eucharist at the center of it all. 
The Eucharist is where we get the light to go out and live it. Because what is light really? It's grace. Sanctifying grace in, in us. That's what the light is. God's own life. Which we can only drive out through mortal sin. And always get back through the confession of sin. But that's what makes us the light. Not my charming personality. And so the Lord then comes to us. And we come to him to receive it. Uh, we need to reflect on that concept of salt of the earth and light of the world. Can you imagine going through an entire day, well, some of you can, you can go camping, without electricity. But you can't imagine going without light, can you? Somehow you're going to have it. Batteries, whatever it might be. You want to have it, but be without it for a while. And your whole life changes. There are people I know who have intentionally covered their eyes to, to be blind for a period of time, changed their lives, all of a sudden realized the importance of light and what it meant. But think too, since God has told us that we are the salt of the earth and light of the world, we have no choice but to accept that because of the price that he paid to make us the salt of the earth and the light of the world. His suffering and death on the cross is the price that he paid. That's what it cost him to make us what we could not be on our own. So we will now go on to celebrate the light coming into our midst and the light that we ourselves shall become. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you rejoicing in your Son as light of the world and trusting in your love and mercy for the Church throughout the world that her members will take seriously the command of the Lord to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world to make the sacrifices necessary to become so. We pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, especially our own, that will receive the light coming to us from God. We pray to the Lord. For all those who are sick and suffering and dying, that in their suffering they too may know that they are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. For, a greater, for, for those who are greatly tempted, for those who have rejected the light, we pray to the Lord. For an increase in vocations, for a greater respect for human life, especially at the beginning and at the end, we pray to the Lord. For an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, especially from our own parish and diocese, those young men and women who will be the light, for a greater reverence for the light in marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. For all of our youth and their chaperones who are on the sick John 635 retreat this weekend, that they will grow in faith and be open to the light, we pray to the Lord. For our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, and for the American hierarchy, having spent time sitting in the presence of the light, they may then be visible signs of what they have received, we pray to the Lord. For the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, the eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. And for all of us here, that having received the light, spend time with the light. We may then become what God has commanded us to be, 
always emptying ourselves that he may enter us. We pray to the Lord. Lord, We now join our prayers to those of the Mother of the Light as we sing. Thank you. 